The final edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighbourhoods and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hello, we are the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. Some people call us ISIS. But you shouldn't. You should call us the Islamic State because we are all Muslims from now on. Don't look at those other Muslims. And whatever you do, don't call us ISIS. And don't call us gay. We are not gay. We are proud kings of the entire Muslim world, no matter what the entire Muslim world says. We are every Muslim united against the United States. Except right now, we are all Muslims united against other Muslims. But forget those other Muslims. Especially the women. Yeah. Just call us the entire Islamic State. And don't call us the Islamic State of Abu and Rahman. We are more than just two guys. Two guys who hang out with each other and hate women and are not gay. Don't call us gay. Do not call us the gay Islamic state of two gay guys having the gay sex. What we do is not sex. It is training. Innocent, naked training. So, to summarize, we are all Muslims, so do not believe all those other Muslims who say we are not. And we are not repressed gay men who are cutting off the heads instead of masturbating each other. But we are also masturbating each other. It is training. Street. Hillary Rodham Clinton has won enough delegates to be the presumed Democratic nominee for President of the United States. The final edition asked the man on the street, what do you think? I'll vote for me and the rest of the women. I'm a lady and I'm going to vote for Ted Cruz. I think you're a six-year-old in mommy's high heels. I loved the work she did with the Parliament Funkadelic. There are at least 35 unread ballots in Guam that are still to be considered. Don't stare at the president's tits. Don't stare at the president's tits. Don't stare at the president's tits. You know what this means? I don't. Presidential Barbie. <gasps> Barbie's dream White House. Barbie's open-top convertible. It's going to be a lot weirder when Hillary has an affair with Monica Lewinsky. But a lot easier to figure out where that cigar is going to go. They'll use both ends of the cigar. She better not breastfeed in the Oval Office. The U.S. is going on the Golden Girls standard. I can't wait for Bill to be the first lady. I wonder what kind of china he'll choose. It's going to be so embarrassing when he wears the same dress as the first lady of Canada. This makes Trump the swimmer rapist of politics. I have a question for her, which is, what is her opinion on taco bowl salads and Hispanics? Well, now we know who wears the pantsuit in that family. You're finally back. Who are you people? What are you doing in my apartment? We're your campaign staff. Campaign for what? I'm not running for anything. Great. Did you hear that, everybody? He's not running. Oh, oh cool. Great. Good, because we don't vote for people who actually run. Those are exactly the kind of people you don't want in office. But I'm really not running. I know. We heard you. Don't oversell it. We just got to bet you. Here's a hypothetical. Suppose Russia invaded Finland, because it used to be part of Russia, and Vladimir Putin wants it back. What would you do? I have no idea. Great! He has no idea. Oh, oh wow, yeah. That's, that's our guy. No experience. And what are your private beliefs? My... Well, I believe if you wash your feet, you'll die. Well, sure, you will eventually. I think all Mexicans want to rape us. We can work around that. I'm a breatharian. I don't eat food. I think you can live on air and sunlight. So we don't have to feed you. Good. I think we ought to build a wall around the state of North Dakota. They are taking our jobs. I think cats should have the right to vote. Oh, me too. Meow. Except black cats. Oh, good point. God, is there any way to alienate you people? Only if you actually wanted to run for office. Okay. 
I actually want to run for office. Then you accept the nomination. Then I don't want to run for office. Then you're perfect. Why don't you run for office? No way. I don't want to run for office. <gasps> then you're perfect. Why don't you run for office? Because I actually want to run for office. Well, I think you say you want to run for office, so we don't run you for office because you actually don't want to run for office. Well, okay then. Run me for office. It's a trap. He does want to run for office. Okay, don't run me for office. Well, I don't want to run for office either. Larry, please. Everybody knows you want to run for office. No, I swear to God. Could you all just leave my apartment? Hey, that's voter suppression. What? By making us leave your apartment, you're trying to keep us from voting for you, and neither we nor you will let you get away with it. And I've already filed a lawsuit against you on your behalf. Don't worry, we'll beat this thing. Well, then I'm leaving the apartment. God! You want what you can't have, and you don't want what you can have. You people are nuts. Wow. Driven out of his own home. I'm sure glad I'm not running for office. Oh, shut up, Larry. Nobody's buying it. And now, the final edition presents for your intellectual edification, Philosophical Dialectics with Ben Kirshner. I've never owned a pet that made any of the sounds on pet sounds. That was Philosophical Dialectics with Ben Kirshner. This portion of the final edition Radio Hour is made possible by Badge of Honor, Shoot the NRA. Doesn't your caring, gluten-free, non-violent blood boil over whenever the NRA goes into action after another gun-induced bloodbath of innocence? Effectively caused by their bestial, brain-dead need to prevent anything happening to their precious Second Amendment rights to kill at will. The truth is that our society is populated by an unknown number of genuine monsters. Everyone, fleeting, enraged second, you feel like filling the sacks of muscle-free jelly these deranged morons call bodies with hot lead. Or at least watching someone make the rage-clotted blood spurt from their paranoia-packed skulls like juice from a rotting tomato. But you can't. Because that would be wrong. But you can in our new murderously fun video game, Badge of Honor, Shoot the NRA. You and your assassins have optional start points. You can frontally attack the Denver Convention Hall, where thousands of targets hail their leader, Sergeant Wayne Payne. To blame assault weapons for these tragedies would be like, well, blaming airplanes for the 9-11 attack. You can infiltrate the Ted Nugent TED Conference. The Barack Obama gang, who believes in we the sheeple, and actually is attempting to re-implement the tyranny of King George. Your kill count starts running, releasing higher-powered weapons and armored vehicles. Your goal is to eliminate all 2.4 million NRA targets on increasing levels of difficulty. A mass elimination takes you to the next level, creating random open-world opportunities to take out the waddling but heavily armed codgers. Massive eliminations mean eventually only the toughest targets survive, posing increasingly dangerous challenges. One advantage you have tracking the final survivors, 
When they move, you can always hear the denim scratching between their morbidly obese thighs. Badge of Honor, shoot the NRA, leaves you the victor atop a mountain of bloody, mutilated, dead, or dying NRA flesh, thus ridding the U.S. of its worst internal enemy. But not really. Because the First Amendment gives you the right to murder as many people as you want, any way you want, legal or not, and wallow in the carnage and thrill to the same bestial, lizard brain urge that drives the NRA. So long as it's just for fun. After an afternoon at the beach, why not rehydrate with some refreshing Zico coconut water? It's all natural, gluten-free and completely unrelated to the Zika virus, even though they have very similar names. Zico coconut water will replenish your body's electrolytes, and it won't cause birth defects or brain malformations. It's a delicious and healthy drink for everyone, even pregnant women. So try Zico coconut water. It's a beverage, not a transmittable disease. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, brand ambassador of Zico coconut water. I love to drink Zico without spending too much time looking at the label on the bottle and asking myself what the name Zico reminds me of. Zico tastes great and has twice the potassium of a banana. I'll admit it, if we had known about the Zika virus when we came up with our brand name, we probably would have picked something else, but hindsight is 2020. Trust me, the only thing Zico has in common with Zika is its prevalence. Now you don't have to fly all the way to Brazil to find delicious coconut water or to contract the incurable disease. You'll find some at your neighborhood grocery store. Zico, that is, not Zika. Oh, well, not yet. Anyway, I don't think so. If you put a bottle of Zico next to the Zika virus, you would find no similarities at all. Just be sure not to touch the latter unless you're wearing rubber gloves and a hazmat suit. After drinking Zico, you'll witness zero baby head shrinking side effects. Just a sense of satisfaction and a smile on your face. So drink some pure premium Zika coconut water. Zico coconut water. What, what did I say? Zika. Oh, God, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I meant Zico coconut water. <laughs> Just, um. And to help prevent the spread of the Zico virus by wearing insect repellent no. and practicing the safe... Zika. Zika virus. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. Just drink the damn coconut water. You know, I, I swear I said Zika coconut water. I... Or, wait. No, you're fired, Larry. Shit. The final edition is pleased to present this special message. Hi, I'm a typical suburban dad. And I'm his typical suburban wife. Hey, honey, do you hear the winds of change blowing? Sure do, honey. Why don't you tell them what's happening to the nuclear family? Yes, dear. The average nuclear family now consists of two children, a pet, and a semi-automatic weapon. Our family is better than average. We have three children and two semi-automatic weapons. Oh, honey, you know we have two children now. Oh, that's right, dear. One of them shot the other one. We call it family fire. It's what happens when you leave your guns out. It's our Second Amendment right. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the state, the right of the people to leave their guns out shall not be infringed. You'll have to pry our kids' guns from their cold, dead fingers. Which we've done. You know, honey, 
Losing a child is a small price to pay for keeping and bearing arms. You said it, dear. After all, we can always get more kids. <laughs> Guess we're going to have to start right now. Fortunately, there's a brand new organization for parents who leave their guns out where their kids can get them. The PTNRA. The Parent-Teacher National Rifle Association. The PTNRA makes sure no law will ever come between your child and your gun. Thank God. Hey, Junior, what you got there? <laughs> uh, isn't that cute, honey? 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 The PTNRA. Because guns don't kill, very small people whose parents have guns do. School is done. The final edition asks the man on the street, what are your plans now that you've graduated college? Well, I guess it's just another summer for me, the vending machine, all alone. I think I need a graduate degree in undeclared. I'm just going to keep drinking and forget about all these loans. Cut to four months later. I'm still drinking. I guess I'm going to find out what they sell at the campus bookstore. Guys, I've been a townie this whole time. I just made you think I went to this school. I'm going to be assistant manager level two. That's what a bachelor's gets you. Time to use all that sociology. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm going to live on ramen forever. <laughs> it's a good thing I graduated so I can finally start getting those unpaid internships. I'm going to go back to picking up high school girls. Get ready, mom's house, because I am back and better than ever. It's like another season of me. Well, I don't have anything to do this summer, so I, I guess I'll just roofie myself. I just can't wait to go out into the world and... See what else there is to protest. I'm going to finish that freshman comp paper. Cut to four months later. I'm going to finish that freshman comp paper. Cut to 400 years later. I've almost got it. Except I have, to re I have to redo the opening paragraph. I can't wait to set up my own little home with a twin bed in it and a book. And that's about it. <laughs> Burgers are up. Who wants cheese? Yeah, I'll take cheese, man. What kind you got? Well, we got uh, Hafardi, some yummy Gouda. What the fuck did you say? Uh, Gouda. It's delicious. I mean, if it's not your thing, I've got Swiss, Brie. Yeah, what about American cheese? You know, some good old-fashioned American cheese? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, if that's what you want. <laughs> You're goddamn right that's what I want. Uh, Randy, are, are you okay? No! I am not okay! When the fuck did become okay with something other than good old goddamn old-fashioned American cheese on good old goddamn American cheeseburgers? Fuck! <clears throat> Honey, can you do me a favor and reach into the cooler there and get out the American cheese for Randy here? <laughs> sure, dear. Kids, go inside. <sighs> Thank you, Kathy. <clears throat> now, look... <laughs> I don't mean to be unreasonable here, but it's this kind of politically correct progressive bullshit that has dropkicked our country into the shitter. <laughs> Gouda. There is goddamn American blood on that Gouda! Okay, here we go, Randy. What the fuck is that? Cheese, cheese, it's American cheese. Well, why the fuck is it yellow? 
I, I don't know, Randy. I don't know. We bought it at Walmart. It was on sale. It was cheaper than the white kind. But it's the same, Randy. It's all the same. Oh, the fuck it is! There ain't a goddamn thing American about fucking yellow American cheese, you pussy fart progressive old bummer loving libtards! Hi, I'm Wayne LaPierre. None of this would have happened if the current administration wasn't so politically correct. Fancy cheeses are simply a hate crime just waiting to happen. Had Randy been offered simple white American cheese, his Desert Eagle would have remained concealed and this picnic would have turned out much differently. I'm Donald Trump, and a vote for me is a return to a time when white American cheese was all we needed to keep this country going strong. Vote for me in November, and let's make American cheese great again. Philosophical Dialectics with Ben Kirshner. Do you think Europe would have less of a human trafficking problem if they took out all of those roundabouts? Or do the roundabouts actually make the human trafficking more efficient? Hi, welcome to Spearco. Uh, hi, the temp agency sent me? Uh, of course, but what job did they say? Um... The job slip says receptionist. They're letting me go? What? No, I'm just a temp. I'm a temp? Everyone here is a temp. Ah, damn it. I'm going to steal some donuts on the way out. Hi, Miss Wingart. Uh, yes? Hi, I'm Don Forsyth, head of HR. I'm the temporary head of all temps. This is your desk now. You can go ahead and have a seat. Um, the old receptionist left his sandwich. Oh, that was here before he started. Actually, that was here before I started. I wouldn't eat that if I were you. Or anything in the refrigerator. Excuse me, are you the receptionist? My name is Michael Mason. I'm here to see the president of the company, John Bauman. Certainly. Um... Extension 459. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Bauman, this is your new receptionist, Carol. There's a Michael Mason here to see you. Well, I'm the president, but I'm not Mr. Bauman. He was a temp. I'm Larry Benson. You can call me Larry. I'm a temp. Send Mr. Mason right in. Uh... Okay. Mr. Mason, you can go right in. I'm not Mr. Mason. He was a temp. I'm Dave McIntyre. Uh, Mr. McIntyre, you can go right in. Thanks. Carol, can I talk to you? Uh, sure. Weren't you the old receptionist? Yeah, but now I'm the new temporary head of HR. Mr. Forsythe's out of here. But we've been very impressed with your work so far, and the CEO told me to make you the new temporary manager of HR. Ah, crap. That's my job. God damn it. I'm stealing more donuts. Wait, so who's the new receptionist? What do I care? Job applicants are in there. Go pick one. That's your job now. Okay. Thanks. Uh, hi, are you the new receptionist? Uh, no, that's next door. I'm the president of the company. Oh, so sorry to bother you. No, no, I'm happy you dropped by. I've heard good things. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm curious, are there any permanent employees in this company? Well, there's the owner, of course, and... One guy accidentally stayed long enough to go permanent. Where does he work? Oh, he died. Mysteriously. So, how do people get anything done here? Oh, we get by. But ask us how much we pay in healthcare benefits. How much? Zero. We're incredibly efficient. But you know, I've got a feeling you'll be a permanent employee. Really? Sure. You've already got more seniority than anyone in the company. In fact, you've done such a good job, we're promoting you to president of the company. Ah, damn it. President? But that's your job. Exactly. Now go out there and keep up the good work. Uh, 
Hi, welcome to Spearco. Uh, hello. Uh, the temp agency sent me? Of course. But what job do they say? Uh, the job slip says president of the company? But I'm the... Ah, oh, damn it. I'm going to steal some donuts. Good evening and welcome to Time Warner Cable. For quality assurance purposes, this call may be recorded or monitored. Para continuar en español, poner un pene en su culo. You can respond to this system using your voice or the touchtone pad. I have your phone number as 555-622-6114. Are you calling about that account? Yes. Good. In as few words as possible, tell us what this call is about. For instance, say, my cable isn't working, or I want to pay my bill. My cable isn't working. All right. You want to pay your bill. Is that correct? No! My cable isn't working. Give me tech support. Dummy says what? What? Don't! Oh, my cable isn't working. Good. We accept Visa or MasterCard. Would you like us to use the credit card you have on file? No! My cable is out. I don't want to pay my fucking bill. Okay, then. Transaction complete. Your credit card has been charged for your remaining balance of $4,612.00. And 84 cents. Four thousand? That's not my bill! Is there anything else I can help you with today? Give me my fucking money back! I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear that. You crazy bitch! I heard that. To cancel this transaction, say, I like to eat poop. No! I'm not gonna say that! Give me a manager! Four thousand dollars, bitch. Say it. Say, I like to eat poop. Oh, you fucking... Oh, I like to eat poop! No! Oh. I didn't quite hear you. Could you repeat that? Ah, ah, I like to eat poop. I like to eat poop. I like to eat poop. Is this correct? I like to eat poop. Oh, no, 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 please. My cable is out. At Time Warner Cable, we're always looking for ways to serve you better. Would you be willing to take a survey at the end of this call? No, I'm not going to take your survey. Thank you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you like to eat poop? 1. Would be never, or very rarely, and ten would be... I like to eat poop! Please, my cable is out. Time Warner Cable oh. realizes that you... Like to eat poop! Thank you for being a valued customer. <laughs> we are the Transportation Security Administration. But you probably know us as the people who irradiate your balls. Every day... Airports in every major city flood with passengers trying to fly home to their loved ones, attend business encounters in exotic locations, or desert their families. We need to protect those innocent people from terrorists who will attempt to board the plane with shampoo and mouthwash. And that's why we need to irradiate your ball sack before you can board the plane. We have to x-ray every American to expose all possible weapons and brighten our day with naked pictures of free Americans. And bombard your balls with deadly radiation to protect future Americans. Sometimes people ask, if we irradiate your balls, doesn't that kill future Americans? Well... 
Freedom isn't free. Your children will have to make sacrifices for the sake of your children. And your children's children. Who will also make sacrifices. Your noseless, mutated offspring will live in a secure nation where jihadists won't grab one of your children's children's children and cut off one of their multiple heads. That's also why we probe your anus to prevent trauma. We search your bags to guard your privacy. We confiscate your toiletries to preserve toiletries. And yes, we repeatedly kick you in the balls to save the balls. We are the TSA, the strongest, bravest, most well-trained legion of security professionals that Craigslist could muster. Do you love America and hate deer? Then you should buy an assault weapon. Just one? (laughs) (laughs) You see, here's what people don't get. What don't they get, Chuck? They just don't get how goddamn dangerous deer are. They just don't get it. Well, that's going to change. I'll picture this. Mm. It's dark. A couple of hours before dawn. You sling your semi over your shoulder. You leave your car at the end of the track. And you creep into the undergrowth. Goddamn undergrowth. What was that? Only the screech of an owl. Only the rustling of a snake slithering through the leafy mulch. Only a foot... Snapping a dry twig, and your breath rattling, and your heart thudding in your ears as you approach your adversary. Out in the forest, this is real fucking life. It don't get much realer. Just you and your wits, and six pounds of 12-gauge aluminum with stock drop targeting system and a custom quick-empty magazine release for convenient unloading. Not a moment too soon. There he is, the monster of the woods. A deer grazing in the misty dawn. Munch! Munch! His pincer jaws champ and chomp. His needle teeth glisten with spittle. <laughs> His vicious hooves stamp and stomp in arrogant hatred. His beady little eyes betray his evil plans. I am deer. I will drink your blood. I will wear your entrails as a crown. Cower, man, and say your prayers. There is no hope. Fear the deer. Down goes the deer. <laughs> Down go a couple of rabbits and a fox. Woo! A squirrel, a hawk, and a magpie. Down, down. Cower, nature, for I have a semi-automatic weapon and I am not afraid to use it. And as the forest flames and crackles into the scalding gray sky, you make your stealthy way back down the path, back down to the car, back to the town, back to Denny's for a coffee and a blueberry stack with extra bacon. And you are a man. So tell me, you want this great nation of ours overrun with deer? Well, do you? Overrun with motherfucking deer? Didn't think so. Assault weapons, bitches. And that's what Obama doesn't want you to know. With his mincing and his pincing and his munching and his crunching and his just... Oh, I'm gonna eat this leafy thing! No, he's gonna take your weapons! I eat libtards! And now, a word from the final edition of Radio Hour's newest sponsor, WhiteAncestry.com. With our at-home DNA kit... You can finally get to the bottom of some of your peskiest problems. Like, at which ethnic parade am I allowed to get blackout drunk? Do I decorate my dorm room with posters of castles or bogs? Which tribe should my tribal tattoo be? 
And best of all, you might finally be able to get your friends to believe you when you say, Guys, really, I'm totally not racist. If your results come back more than 37% Eastern European, you're probably a Jew. Or you'll find out you're the classic favorite, 116th Cherokee. And if you really hit the jackpot, our kit will trace your lineage back to Africa so you can finally use the N-word. So send us your saliva-soaked swab, and we'll tell you in no time if you might want to reconsider your contributions to the construction of that border wall. So, today on the final edition, uh, we have three girls. Three girls? Ah! Calm down, Bridget. Final edition cast member Bridget Fitzgerald, everybody. I can't calm down. Normally in the studio, it's just me here on the West Coast. Three women? What? Hey, John, what's with Bridge? Ben Kirshner, everybody. <laughs> Says John Gutierrez. Bridge. She's going nuts about the other women. It's huge, man, huge. I'm going to do all the things I never get to do with just you guys. Like what? Talk about tampons? Whoever wants to talk about tampons. I mean, I use them and I still don't want to talk about them. You find somebody who wants to talk about them, I bet you they sell tampons. Tampon sellers. That's the key demo. My goal? Avoid the period entirely. Much like in my life. I mean, it's not like farts. Farts are hysterical. It's that element of surprise. <laughs> You know, it gets me. So what, like a pillow fight? Jump up and down on a bed? When will this woman on upholstery violence end? I just want to do what all women do when no man is around. Ladies, finally, we're alone. So let's talk Star Wars. I can't wait for Rogue One. Expand that universe? Like it's the second Big Bang Theory. I want to see Rogue One more than anything that happens in a few months. And yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Just kidding. I hate kids. Now, lady, I'm sorry. Ladies, let's pledge our oath. I promise to make it seem like I never watched Star Wars, even though that would mean I grew up under a rock, a rock without toys, or people mentioning toys that could be under that rock. Yes, a rock without birthday parties, TV shows mentioning that rock world that could have been. And I won't flinch when I see a survivor of the post-apocalyptic rock world scenario in an otherwise popular movie, or as we like to call her, Katherine Heigl in Knocked Up, even though it's super hard. Help me, ovaries. You're my only hope. Let's make BB-8 noises for a little while. Philosophical Dialectics with Ben Kirshner. I wasn't allowed to watch TV growing up. My mom and dad just invited strangers into our living room. We take you now to an historic speech by NRA spokesman Wayne LaPierre, which is already in progress. You know, I want more guns in America. And many people ask how that would have stopped. Insert latest mass shooting tragedy here. It is not enough to be armed. We must also always be scared and paranoid, never relaxed. 
always ready to fire wildly at anything. That is my dream. I have a dream that my children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the content of their character, but by the capacity of their firing clips. I have a dream that one day, little black boys and little black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls as sisters and brothers, all of them armed and ready to start blasting if another kid even looked at them wrong. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be guarded, every hill and mountain shall have a sniper tower, and every school shall have an armed and bored employee just walking around looking at people. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into one big angry ball of fear, with everyone hopped up on amphetamines, because sleep is the enemy. And so, let us retreat into the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let us cower in our homes in the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let us stockpile ammunition and canned water in the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Then someday, all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to take aim at each other and walk down the street just pointing at each other like that, waiting. In order to stay on the cutting edge of podcasting, the final edition is very proud to present Gil Barron and Ben Kirshner, who will test the very limits of the audio medium in a new segment called Two Guys with Tape Over Their Mouths Look at Funny Pictures. Hey, Gil, look at this picture. <laughs> oh, man, that is hilarious. Here, check out this one. <laughs> What? It's so crazy! <laughs> hey guys, it's Bridget Fitzgerald, star of stage, screen, and all this podcast. What are you guys looking at? Look at this funny picture! Oh! <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Jim, come check out this thing! Well, what's this, guys? What's so funny? Here, look! <laughs> Hey, Derek! Hey, Derek! Come over here and check this out! (laughs) You're all a bunch of fucking idiots. And now back to our regularly scheduled sex jokes. And now, will the congregation please be upstanding for the ride? You ready, honey? 
I better be. 14 months of planning, 7 hours of hair and makeup, $3,800 of Chantilly lace, and it all comes down to this. All eyes on me. I am a princess. Finally, this is my special day. Hey, sorry I'm late. Uh, I'm sorry, who the hell are you? I think that's Taylor Swift. Dad, how do you know Taylor Swift? Pumpkin, everyone knows Taylor Swift. That's right, it's me, Taylor Swift, getting over the heartache from my recent breakup with Calvin Harris by crashing the wedding of a random fan. You're welcome. But I'm not a fan. And I did not invite you to my wedding. The catering was finalized weeks ago. Babe, Adam, hey, did you know about this? No. Why would I have spent six weekends listening to shitty wedding DJs if I knew Taylor Swift was going to show up? Well, lucky for you, here I am! Feel free to Instagram this, guys. And maybe tag my ex-boyfriend, Calvin Harris, so he can see I'm totally fine and over him already. Wow! Taylor Swift! Hey, look! This wedding's blowing up on Snapchat! Taylor Swift is the coolest! Taylor Swift rules the wedding! But it's supposed to be my special day! I know, right? <laughs> and what could be more special than having the most famous singer in the world show up out of the blue to steal, I mean, share your spotlight with a bigger, actual, literal spotlight. Bob? <laughs> Woohoo! That's what I'm talking about. It's selfie time. Hashtag wedding pressure. TBH brought my own tiara. Only joking. Not really. Here it is. Work. Hey, Taylor, you look like a princess. This cannot be happening to me. So, happy couple, I have a present especially for you. You don't even know our Williams-Sonoma registry number. Oh, is it the ice cream maker? Seriously, Adam? What? Just for you, I'm going to sing my number one Billboard hit single, Shake It Off. No way! No! Absolutely not. My cousin Bethany is going to sing Ave Maria. It's already in the program. Oh, I'm sure she won't mind. I mind. Not really, though. Yeah, really. I've been practicing for weeks. Weeks? God damn it, Bethany. Months. I meant months. Aw, oh, come on. This will be amazeballs. I'll sing. You'll walk down the aisle. Can you imagine anything better than that? So people will still be watching me, right? Making my big entrance? Absolutely. It is all about you. I don't know. All eyes on you. Well, Your big day. Maybe. Great. That's settled then. So, everyone, look at the bride or check out my cats. That's right, guys. A great source of comfort to me during my recent tragic breakup. My kitties, Meredith Gray and Olivia Benson, are here. I will remember this moment and only this moment for the rest of my life. That's it. This wedding is ruined. Babe, don't be like that. Ruined! You come back here, young lady. Your mother and I paid a lot of money for this wedding. Come on, Adam. We're leaving. But really? Come on, shake it off. It's a pretty good song. Fucking kill you. Oh, well. All right, then. Who's ready to get this wedding started? <laughs> And now, a doctor who doesn't know what medical stuff is called. 
Doctor, the patient is going into cardiac arrest. You need to perform a bypass now. No time to waste. Nurse, pass me a... Like... That, you know, that thing, it's it's like a knife, but for the body, like a body knife? A scalpel? No, no, not a scalpel. Like, you know, the body is closed right now, and we need it to be opened, like, so we can, like, touch the heart and stuff. What's, like, the thing that opens the body? I really think you want the scalpel. Doctor, the patient is dying. You need to do something. Damn it, I'll do it myself. Get out of the way. You just grabbed the scalpel. Doctor, you did it. You relieved the pressure. You saved his life. For now. But we still need to perform that bypass. Right. Okay. Pass me the... <sighs> like, uh, those things... You know, like... They're not grill tongs, but they're they're kind of like grill tongs, but for moving the heart out of the way, like heart tongs? Forceps. No, no, not forceps. Like, they're like little metal hands, and you can make them grab stuff or clap. You can make them clap. Clapping hands. Pass me the clapping hands. Okay. I'm just going to give you the forceps. Clapping hands. If you're not willing to learn the proper terminology, you have no place in the ER. Well, you did it, Doctor. The patient is saved. Let's scrub out. Great. Pass me some... <sighs> What's uh, that uh, That stuff? It's it's like water, but uh, it makes you cleaner, like thick water that makes you kind of soapy. Is that a thing that exists? How do you not know soap? You even said the word soapy. It's not even a doctor term. Oh, well, I'm not a doctor. I'm a doctor who. A doctor who does what? And it seems we've lost the thread of the bit. That was supposed to have been... A doctor who doesn't know what medical stuff is called. I think? That's what it was, right? I wasn't here for the beginning. We're going to lunch. All right, take five.
Philosophical Dialectics with Ben Kirshner. I like pink lemonade, but there aren't any pink lemons, right? Thank you for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Humans providing their voices to the Final Edition include Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jessica Park, Barry Lank, Ebby Parker, John Marshall, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Rob Miller, Leah Krinsky, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, Antu Shell, Darby Worley, Ben Kirchner, Gil Barron, and Bridget Fitzgerald. Writers for the final edition include Bruce Cherry, James Mount, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Ben Kirchner, Bridget Fitzgerald, Rob Gordon, Gil Barron, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Jessica Park, Ebby Parker, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, Leah Krinsky, John Marshall, Kurt Weitzman, Eve Weston, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. 
The final edition was produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production and direction by Barry Lank. Audio editing and sound design by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition is the property of the final edition LLC. Copyright 2016.